Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Happy snowy Friday. Laurie and Julia show My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. February ends. March begins with more snow. By the way, Miss, uh, Miss Shannon is in for Julia today. This uh, When this is all over, guys, uh, it's up to four inches of additional snow. Oh, goodness. It will end... Uh, Probably around 7 this evening. Oh, crap. So yeah. all rush hour. Because yes. it's slickery out. Yep. Right. Yep, it's yep, slickery. Yep. I had to um, take evasive moves today to not be rear-ended. Oh. I saw the guy. I'm like, you're coming too fast. Oh, I already skidded a little bit. And I could see he was starting to fishtail. And I was like, okay, I don't want to take a right right now. Right. But I'm going to. And I'm one of those people that's no anxiety. It's it's catching up to me. You know, and From I the usually, rear end? Yeah. So yeah. I just like every... Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, I was supposed to go uh, to a gig in Danbury, Wisconsin last weekend. And I canceled it because I'm just too anxious. Like, I'm yeah. not going any place far if I don't yeah. have to. Mm-hmm. I know. Well, Donnie, so how much total snow for? Uh, depending on where we are, but it uh, could, be up, could be up to... Four inches, maybe two in some places, four in, in other places. Right. Got it. it. Okay. I just wonder how long it's going to take people to get everywhere today. Yeah. It's a good yeah. thing we're here. Slow Even down. I made Ju- I'm like, Julia, you got to go. You got to take a day off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got to Was she a little it. stressed out? No, no. Ooh, she just hasn't taken a day off, you ah. know. And, um, and then yesterday we had our whole... Funny, not funny, deja vu death incident number two. <laughs> oh, gosh. I can't Wait, believe you were we did telling it again. me about that. And I was like, oh, that's sad. Donnie, cue up the song. This, cue, oh, you want the song again? Cue the song. Okay, I got to find it. Cue the song. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, Tom, I don't even know. I should know McLaughlin? his name. Tom Lachlan. McLaughlin? No, Lachlan. Oh, is it Lachlan? Lachlan. Okay. okay. <laughs> the guy who played Billy, Billy Jack, Jack yes. in the four Billy Jack movies. He died like five years ago, <laughs> but somehow it pop. You know how you get that working. spam content sometimes. Okay, on the side we got um, fooled Annette Funicello. So Donnie starts playing this song in celebration <laughs> of the actor who starred and wrote in the Billy Jack movie, and Julia. <laughs> her, he died on. December twelfth. 2013. Yeah, we yeah. know. Yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't my fault. Julia, no. he's, Julia emails me in the morning. Let's oh, hear you, it. Let's hear yeah. it, though. Just to get a 70s flashback. <laughs> and Julia's singing along and oh, singing okay. all the words wrong. So she's making... <laughs> we got some tweets from people who were mad about her off-key... Bad lyric singing. <laughs> oh, my God.
my gosh. Yeah, I, I think Joy said, go ahead and kill your neighbor. <laughs> no, it's, it's an, an anti war song. It's an anti war song. <laughs> so somebody was and the only reason you were talking about it is because she thought that was the anniversary. Yes. Or he, he just died. died. He died, just died. But, I, but, but she didn't connect the song. So Donnie just got the song on his own because that is the one thing that, you know. And then Joy's like, yeah, I never knew this went with this movie and i thought wait a second we've had this conversation i don't know when but i know we had it and all of a sudden we realized we're having death deja vu we did it again my my favorite was was when i said julia where did you find that story and her response was i don't know i don't know know where i'm telling you gotta watch that far right or left side sometimes it was something that was like she was reading an article yes it was either sponsored content or it was one of those if you liked this story this would make sense so it probably she didn't look at the date at all oh my gosh it was just the last time it popped up in the news jeez (laughs) so just getting back to Catherine hellman what is the last thing we've we probably saw her in? i think maybe true blood was she in that? She played, oh, uh, she had a, uh, just, she was on maybe, she played Caroline Bellafleur. I remember she just popped up and I thought, she still looks great. She always had the most amazing cheekbones. Yes, and absolutely. what was she, how old was she when she was on Who's the Boss? Just maybe mid-40s? No, she would have been 50, 30 years 50s? ago, okay. 60s. Okay. Early 60s. I appreciated her as someone who was sexy and wise. But I always liked her, even when she was in her bangs years. I am a lady of a particular size forehead. Like, I have a large forehead. And so I like other other actresses and and famous people that have large foreheads. And I was like, you're beautiful and you have your five head and I love it. Love it. I love that she met her husband who does, he's still living Fifty-seven years is David David Christian at the Hampton Playhouse Summer Stock Theater. Aww. He was the set designer, and she was the leading lady. Aww. And they got married in '62, and they were happily married until wow. she passed away. So mm-hmm. she got nominated for a lot of uh, oh yes Emmys for Soap, and also I think for Who's the Boss? Yes, correct. And I and like I said, she was on Coach and the Mom. Um, you know, Patricia Heaton's when she put, uh, oh, Deborah Barone's mom. Mom, yeah. right, yes. I yeah, loved Patricia Soap Heaton. when I was a little kid. My mom probably should not have let me watch Soap. <laughs> but very I, advanced show. It was a little racy. It was for you know, time, yes. For Tween Shannon to it, watch. Yeah. But I loved that show. It was so <laughs> naughty. It was <laughs> yes. so funny. I, I, uh, I, gosh, I. That's probably why I think the aliens exist, is yeah, from watching Soap. soap. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh, does that still live on? I mean, can you watch anything on YouTube? I don't know. The and it does. To that. I do see it. It's on a lot of those those local like channel 2.0 or, or something because my mom's seen it yeah, yeah. so okay. cuz i've Good. i've seen it on at the house when i go to visit my mom yeah yeah mm-hmm. i know looking at a picture of her as a young woman she oh, had to be gorgeous. In, she was gorgeous and yes. she had yeah. an incredible figure with mm-hmm. real boobs yes mm-hmm. that bosom was 100% natural Beautiful. As we yeah. just, uh, Alyssa Milano tweet, uh, tweeted out a link to a scene when um, Mona comes down um, stairs uh, in a bathing suit in a sarong. And she just said, this is the brilliance just of Catherine tiny. Hammond. Yeah. Oh, so petite and then all bosoms. And then just, yeah, voluptuous. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, the, the kind of boobs that give you envy.
You know? Yes. <laughs> You're just like, damn yes, it. Yes, very much. I wish I had, yeah. I, that would be nice, even mm-hmm. just to have them for 72 hours, some more fun. <laughs> and then put them back, because they're probably difficult to sleep with. That's so, right. That's right. All right, probably so, get in the way. Donnie, just uh, tell us this. Uh, yes. the, are the rest of the weekend, are we clear? We just got to get through the uh, cold. It's just let me be check cold. that for you. Okay. And it says here, tonight, the snow's going to end. Uh, okay. Tomorrow should be sunny, but then a just a teeny, tiny chance of light snow but nothing okay. to worry about yeah uh but so once we clean up this once we patch, clean up, we're we'll, okay we'll be okay uh, the 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 thing is uh, if you're heading out sunday and i know we are heading out sunday evening it is gonna the temperature is dropping drastically saturday night okay. 14 below Ooh. sunday side three above all right well you know so. what we've already been broken we've gone through the polar vortex <laughs> Okay, we've gone through the polar vortex. We've experienced 30 below. Right. We have. We have. So everything, we can do this, people. I have been learning a lot. And I mean, I'm not from here, but I've lived here for quite some time. So I thought I was good at wintering. Mm -hmm. This winter has been, yeah, I had to learn a lot. I had to learn, like, this is the first year I had to figure out what to do with the, um, the roof rake. The, the, yeah, the, oh, you know, dams. I had to figure that out. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I just had the luxury of not having to deal with that. No, I knew how to snow blow, which I, as a woman, find very empowering. Yeah. Like the fact that I'm the single mom in the neighborhood and I'm out there with my snow blower and I take care of my driveway and yeah, I right made my on. kid come out, you know, and he's not very much help. Do you have but a I'm, snow pup? This, that is what you call yeah it's a, a compact little, one yes, yeah it's but a compact they, one it's not the big one right I wish I had a bigger one mm-hmm. but I know I really don't, don't want to handle all. it yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> alright listen we gotta go thank you Miss Shannon for filling in today we come back it's our story we can't get enough of I'll just give you a hint <laughs> we start song not make you happy that is weezer's version of aha's take on me and uh jimmy fallon had weezer on last night because their album their second album this year dropped and uh donnie posted and it is really a good one the school kid instrument thing i love that bit i do too i do too i can't think of one of them that i don't love but this one is particularly charming it really Mm -hmm. is and there's like 12 of them in the video and yes. uh, it, right down to Jimmy Fallon wearing his bad flock of seagulls <laughs> 80s hair. So take a look at that video when you're not driving on the roads. And It'll then, give you joy this It week. will yeah, give you joy. Let's give our listeners a sample of the, okay. with the kids' instruments. Okay, of doing take okay on let's me. do it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Uh-huh. Here we go. <laughs> it's good. so fun it's it is so cute so anyway then i was like um this morning kind of getting ready i'm like trying to watch like 10 shows in you know an hour and a half because i have a I have a blonding appointment on the other side of town, oh, and I know okay. the snow is coming to. So watch. you're trying to get on the road. I'm super watching everything, and I all of a sudden I'm coming to the end of GMA, and it's eight forty-five, and it's Weezer, and I'm like, <laughs> I've got fifteen minutes <laughs> to watch these guys. Well- I'm glad after so many albums that they seem to be re-enjoying their career. Well, like, here we go. Doing this whole uh, album of covers, I think, I love it. I, I thought it too. was fun. Well, here's the story. So they're sitting down with uh, Michael Strahan mm-hmm. before they perform, and they weren't performing outside. They were in the studio, and he wants to know, you know, 
the cover of Africa, which Weezer did, like, was it last spring that that came out? How that happened. But you also gave us the Till album of cover songs, and all that started with a a campaign by a 14-year-old girl. How did that happen? Yeah, it was about a year ago. She just uh, started tweeting us saying we should play the song Africa by Toto. And uh, the the campaign got a lot of followers, so we we recorded the song, put it out. 24 hours later, it was number one on iTunes. She's we all got a treat now. from that. Yeah, we actually your manager now. I like that. But you guys, you also previewed a lot of your songs on the on the game Fortnite. Yep. Are you big gamers? I'm not a huge gamer, but I was playing Fortnite with my daughter, and I saw that it was just like this massive phenomenon with mm-hmm. her and um, she and all of her friends. So um, I tweeted about it again, Twitter, and the creator of the game, Donald Mustard saw my tweet and then we started talking and said let's do something together next thing you know there's uh, four Weezer songs in the game wow <laughs> but you you guys you have a big tour coming up you're going to perform at MSG Madison Square Garden yep. you're performing at Coachella as well yeah we're excited Coachella's changed a lot over the years it's our third time playing and they don't have a ton of rock music so we're proud to represent the genre we're proud to yes. represent the genre. genre. Yes. Yeah, I, I love Rivers Cuomo. I do too. I follow him on Instagram too, just because I just find him very interesting. I've well, always liked him. I didn't. I had not heard the story that it was a fourteen-year-old girl's right. Twitter campaign. Did you know that? Yes, to get just because I Africa? remember when he was talking about it okay. before. And they again, like he said when he was talking to Michael, never thought it was going to be a big deal. Yeah, it was just a lark, and they're like, "Oh, sure, sure, yeah. we'll do that." And well, the next thing you know, they're like, "Oh, I guess we do covers now." Okay. Yeah. Oh my god. But I mean, I, what more you, do we? We want from Weezer at this point. But don't you enjoy that sometimes when you I go? Do. Like I, I mean, it depends on how the artist does it. But a lot of times when I go to a concert and I see somebody do a super set of their own hits, but then do a spin on another popular song, I, I want really, covers. I love that I love too. Covers. It's fun, yeah. you know, and to see them go, I love this song too, and yeah. to put their take on it. I like that. I'm trying to think what the song was. Uh, Julie and I went to Miley Cyrus the last time she was here, and. It's the famous Bob Dylan song. Not it's for she did Forever Young. Ah, uh-huh. oh, and yeah, I was, she sounds really song. good on that. And yeah. it was yeah, yeah. incredible. And yep. she did. Then she did Jolene. Mm-hmm. I mean, she did like four covers. Keith Urban famously does um, three, four, five cover songs in a set. And I like when rock bands do a spin on like the Something way they else. did a hip hop yeah. song, or they'll do yeah, yeah, yeah. a country song and 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 put a different you know take on it. So yeah. Weezer is perfect for that. They kind are of thing. perfect. Yeah. So the Black album dropped last night. Solange dropped a new album last night, uh-huh. and Avril Lavigne has a new album of all of her. You know, uh, she's she's written like all the songs on the album, and then the Jonas Brothers. Okay, <laughs> yes. we're gonna skip right to the Jonas Brothers because we've also posted this, but Joe Bros. The band is back together. They were trending number one on Twitter last night after they announced the reunion and put up the video for their song called Sucker. Okay. Which dropped at midnight last night. And as part of their promotion, Joe Bros will be taking over the Late Late Show next week with James Corden for four nights. Ooh. Okay. Um, And was anyone really asking for this? I don't know. It's been six years since anyone demanded a reunion. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi. <laughs> Can you name all three brothers? No, you I can't? no, no, okay. no, but I, that is not my, I mean, I can look them up, but that's Did you cheating. Know there's a fourth one. Shout out no. to Frankie. <laughs> it's Joe, Nick and Kevin. I see. Okay. It's like the Marx brothers. Nobody knows the yeah. fourth one. Zeppo or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, right. Got it. So <laughs> I, I know. think we can agree that Jonas brothers songs are way less memorable than anyone else. Like during that time period, which was Miley, Avril, Selena Gomez, Agreed. you know, they, I can't name. They a were song. very. Um, Manila folder yes. of that yes. genre. You know, yeah. I know yeah. that there were they were. I think it's they were all very cute. So very, of a very certain cute. age, the, yes. like, the girls of a certain age were ravenous. Joe and so, was just the hottest, right? If, unless you were a Nick fan or a Kevin fan or whatever. And we, we did all love, stand different ones. I mean, yes. Joe mm-hmm. was it? Uh, Joe, he had great success with uh, DNC. Is oh, that yes. what they're called? So, uh, yes. What was it called? You- cake on the Ocean. Yeah, Cake, oh, that's cake by the Ocean. Yeah. Cake on the Ocean. Well, cake here's the their ocean. song, okay. Sucker. Let's see if this is a yay, nay, or huh. Okay. Mess. I'm a sucker for you. Are you yay, nay, or ma? I'm going to say yay. You say yay. I'm going to say yay, too. Yeah, I don't have any problem with that song, but that's kind of the way I feel about most of those. Yeah. Where when it comes on, you go... Okay, cool. Yeah, like yeah, if yeah. it was playing and like if you were in the H and M and they, it came on over yeah. the loudspeakers, yes, it would totally fit. Neat, totally okay. fit. And mm-hmm. they had a blast. They they did the music video, which makes no sense with any of the lyrics. But they <laughs> it were looks at a, fun though. They were at a fancy English castle <laughs> with all of their girlfriends or wives. I yes. guess Joe Jonas was with Priyanka. And then Joe is engaged to Sansa, Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones. And then Kevin, whoever his bride is from the reality. Remember, they did the reality show. Yes. So they're all frolicking in this manicured hedgerows <laughs> and they're in flouncy dresses wow. and they're they're in ball. It looks like a blast. I mean, the video is very. It reminded me. It's very Alice in Wonderland yes, to me. Of an yeah. 80s video. Yeah. Because they of, never had anything to do with the right. song. They're, they're just, just a r- cool rock. Yeah, yeah. They're just running around yeah. and having fun. Right. And, Anyway. They look all like three happy couples that get yeah. to make music together. I think it's kind of mm-hmm. cool to see all, all of them. And anyway, so the video is great, and I think uh, they're probably happy that they, you know, are <laughs> back as the Joe Bros. Yes. And we'll be hearing about get them next week. Get all your merch week. out, yes. And take a look at Weezer and Jimmy Fallon going full 80s and take on me. It's so great. <laughs> Listen, we come back. Barbara Streisand and Spike Lee had a blast at the Oscars, and we're not quite done. This is going viral in a big way. 
This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's this? What's the latest? No, the Twitterverse going gaga, and it's not about Lady Gaga. This whole Jordan Woods addressing the Tristan Thompson situation when she did that red table talk with Jada Pinkett Smith today. She's talking, Chloe's talking, yada, yada, yada. Also uh, trending today, this new show that uh, I believe premiered on Amazon Prime today, getting a lot of good reviews. It is called The Widow, the new thriller with Kate Beckinsale. And uh, also it's a trending Women's History Month. Did you even know? Yes, that is trending today. All right, let's take a look at the forecast. The winter weather advisory continues for the remainder of the afternoon. Snow will be ending um, 7 o'clock, right around there. Let's hope so. Four for the overnight low tonight. Tomorrow should be sunny, but then just a tiny chance of some light snow later in the day with a high of 20. But then the, the bottom drops out. We'll drop to 14 below on Saturday night, if you can believe that. Uh, listen to rewards. New pricing for March. You can enter to win a $250 cash prize. New Kids on the Block tickets or a gift card for Shamrock Shakes. Uh, see more in our listener reward section. You can get the app or go online and register with listener record, uh, rewards. Rather, You could do that at mytalk1071.com. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. I want to raise your spirits I want to see you smile by Marshmallow and Bastille. Miss Shannon sitting in for Julia while she Love takes a three-day weekend. Song. Isn't it happy? Mm-hmm. Donnie, just play happy music today. People need it. They're driving slow. Oh, it's okay, I'll do my out. best. What's funny about that happier song is it's not necessarily a happy song, but it seems happy. It, it, I it's so torn. Since I, I was it. a kid, I never know what lyrics I'm singing. <laughs> I don't pay any attention. I'm always singing the wrong words, and I think I That's speak fine. for That's a lot most people. people. Yeah, it is. Right. Like, really I listen is. to a lot of K-pop music, and people go, how can you like music and you don't even speak the language? I'm like, Doesn't people matter. don't know the words of the songs anyway. One of the brilliant right. things about Crazy Rich Asians was listening to all those pop songs yes. and dance songs that we know mm-hmm. in Mandarin. Yes, it was Material fun. Girl in Mandarin <laughs> was amazing. Okay, so... Um, Barbara Streisand, Julia, you know, she's the number one fan here. And then like right. Donnie and I are tied for number two, but we all do love <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, Barbara Streisand. And one thing, I get a kick out of her because you would have thought of the A-list people of Hollywood. I mean, she's movies and music, you right. know, triple threat. She gets a... That she joined Twitter in April of 2009 just never ceases to delight me that she grabbed onto that early and we also joined in 2009 okay. by the way because i did tweet for a whole year without being connected really yeah, oh kind of work that way yeah remember that donnie oh, yeah. i had some oh yeah it's not going anywhere yeah i i i've gone to concerts <laughs> i just had been tweeting you i were just tweeting into tweeting the void into, yes <laughs> Nobody's getting yeah. it. So and it I, never occurred to you so to we, go and look through your feet? Like I'm I didn't sure. even know about it. That's how new it was. You know, what did it start in like 2007 maybe? <laughs> anyway, so Barbara and, I, Barbara and Laurie and Julia, we all joined in 2009. So Okay. Anyway, but Barbara is really kind of diligent and fun. For She's political with her tweets. She absolutely yes. hates President Trump. Right. So if, you know, I think people know she's been... Outspoken, very uh, democratic, and very liberal. Um, so she does that, but then she also 
every Thursday. She still does her TBTs, her throwback <laughs> Thursday. And yesterday it was the way we were. And it was a photo of her in a plaid newsboy cap looking <laughs> with her chin on Robert Redford's uh, shoulder. I'll retweet it right now. And he's in a They just look beautiful. So she does TBT, which okay. I think is really cute. Yes. I didn't. We never even did it. And then <laughs> two days after the Oscars... She tweets a screen grab of somebody took of her of her TV, probably James, okay, her husband. Right. You can tell it's a screen grab. I do this all the time. And she, write, she writes, it was wonderful to present at the Oscars and celebrate some amazing films. Then she IDs who she's wearing. Yes. Vintage Chanel dress from Church Boutique, probably a nice little boutique mm-hmm. in Malibu or Brentwood. And my own Donna Karen sweater, hat, and jewelry. Of course. If she yes. is like, I have this, I am I need an opportunity to wear it. I'm yeah. not getting something new. And It I, looks cute. It's so cute. And she just looked absolutely amazing and, and youthful. And then, you know, um, she also uh, posted, reposted the selfie um, she wrote with Ms. Melissa McCart- McCarthy and Richard E. Grant at the Oscars last night. And he's like... He was like 14 when he wrote her a fan letter. Oh. Now he's 64. Mm-hmm. He's never met her. He's always been a character actor. He's like really the Cinderella at all these parties. Yes. And he wanted to meet her. In fact, a couple of weeks before the Oscars, he drove to her Malibu home <laughs> and asked the security guard if he could take a picture in front of the gate. <laughs> so That's I know, adorable. I love that she, you know, put that on her account right. and he's, Beaming, and then the, the the other one that she did now, right um, after the day after the Oscars, a great picture of she and Spike Lee sitting at a table at the governor's ball with their glasses of champagne, and they're both holding his Oscar, <laughs> and it says, "I was so happy for Spike Lee last night." He looks so adorable in that one. He, they, the fact that they're both like. Don't even look like they're taking themselves that seriously. Like they're just having a good time. At yeah, this party. I don't think this is show because I think there's genuine affection. They're both from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. They've both notably been snubbed by the Academy Awards <laughs> right? for their work as director. They both have felt marginalized within the holiday Hollywood community. Plus, I just seem I think they get a kick out of each other because oh, she sure. did choose. She was the one who called. The Academy. Here's the story. Yes. Because she presented the trailer for Black Klansman, not a Star right. is Born. Right. Didn't you think she was going to do a Star is Born? I thought so. When but I, I was a surprise when I saw this one because I was like, oh, there is that connection. She was you know? the one who contacted the Academy and asked if she could appear on the Oscars to honor Black Klansman because she saw it right away. She's been tweeting about it all year. She was a huge fan of the movie. And I think that's so great that she made a point of like, I'm going to use my platform, my platform that I care about. And I, and why wouldn't that's what the Academy, I wish more people would call the Academy and say, I'd like to present because they did not have enough movie stars. (laughs) Okay. They had way too many TV people. Yeah. That's one of the things I think is the problem with that particular award show anyway, is that, 
It used to be that the only time we had access to those kind of stars were watching well, a we, show like the Oscars. Miss Shannon, we cannot be held back by time. Okay, <laughs> that 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 I just I you mean you mean the length of the no, show? No, I just mean? mean that I mean yeah, nothing is ever going to be the way it is now. Oh, I you know. know, like all of that, and I don't know. I just want movie stars at the Oscars. I just think that I they want spend more people- so much time building their own platforms on Twitter and Instagram that they just don't think they want to go. Well, no. just, so I think they're just lazy about going. I, I don't think so. I don't think enough people realize that if they're a member of the Academy and if they're a list, they, they can should call go. up. They can call up and say, I would like to present. Oh, they uh, have to know that. They have to know they could call. I can't believe that Barbara's well, the only one. You remember, this is Hollywood. Okay. People want to be asked. Oh, okay. Got okay. it. People want to be asked. Yes. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yes. Okay. That's they, fair. They think, yeah. oh, you know, they haven't called me. And then they get their undies in a bundle. Right. We call So they're putting a, their pride in the all way. All you A-plus yeah, yeah. okay, people it. who are listening to us on our <laughs> podcast right now, please remember this next year. That does make sense. Okay. Because yeah, so, I'm sure that they know... I I could call, but they're like, I'm not going to. Yeah. They should call They outthink exactly. themselves. Okay, All right. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I would like to see some. That's what we want to. So they, maybe she'll start a tidal wave of maybe, it. Maybe. They're because, like, if Miss Streisand is yeah. willing to call, then we could do the same. So, you know, page six, one, yeah, they wanted it to make it believe that she chose not to. To, to do, do that one, mm-hmm. it, she called and she wanted to do Black Klansmen. She, that movie came out first. It came out before A Star is Born. Right. And when you see... It came out like the month before, I think. When you see mm-hmm. her tweeting about it, it does... Uh, and I, she it makes tweeted... story even more believable that she's like, no, I want to do this one and I want to go you know, and support Spike. And she tweeted about A Star is Born. Mm-hmm. She wrote, it, it was wonderful. It's going to be a huge hit. Yes, she, she did a couple right. mm-hmm. about that. But anyway, her Twitter feed is absolutely delightful. Right. She's, and I feel like she... I mean, she might not be pressing all the buttons... But she's telling somebody what to say, you know, and I like that she does throwbacks every single week. Like a week ago, Thursday, it was a throwback from the Oscars when she took her son, mm-hmm. Jason Gould, and she's wearing a Rose Donna Karen velvet Shmada. <laughs> What's a shmada? I don't Just, know either. You don't know? No. I don't know what that is. I, I presumed dress. In con- yes. In yeah. context. Oh, yeah, like. a dress, but it might be kind of, you know, not form. Is it more of a form- gown? Kind of not form fitting. It's just kind of oh, like not like that a great, moo-moo. and it's not that great. Okay, you okay. know this. Old, I'm gonna look yeah. that up. I want to add that into my vocabulary. I worked for um, when I was 23. My boss was 25, and we worked at a company, and all we did was travel to Hawaii, yes, and Florida. Oh. And she loved saying shmada and fakakta. So oh, because it's Yiddish. That totally makes sense. Yeah, both yeah. Yiddish. Right? Literally, it says it means rag. rag. I like yeah, that. Rag. Oh, that's yeah. beautiful. Okay. Merchandise of low quality. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I an all rose velvet gown now. Thirty years later, I'm going to retweet that. Only 128 people retweeted that. I mean, Barbara. All right, I will tweet. Here. Yeah, yeah. Go. Just follow like. Barbara Streisand. You won't be disappointed. It is a Twitter. Um, direction that yes. I'm not steering you wrong. She's fun. Yeah, she's, she's fun. fun. Okay, here is really this is. I'm just going to give you the capsule headline. It only caught my eye because Clark Gable, right? We all know the name Clark Gable, yes. unless you're yes. just totally yeah, 20 year old millennial, and you've got somebody <laughs> in your family who hasn't turned you on to the old movies. <laughs> anyway, Clark Gable, um, he, in his family, his son is named. 
John Clark Gable. Okay. And then John Clark Gable has, there's already been Clark Gable II, and then he had a son called Clark Gable III. They're keeping the name alive. They're just yes. rotating through the varieties yeah. of well, Johns and Clarks. The grandson of Clark Gable died last Friday morning. Yeah. And he was only 30. Only 30. Yeah. His father, uh, John Clark Gable, Clark Gable's son, there's some kind of family rift, and Ooh. he told uh, his daughter, the, you know, it's her brother who died, you do whatever you want with him. He's not coming in the family plot, <gasps> oh. and I'm not paying for anything. And then she took a screenshot of that and put it on Facebook. All this dirty laundry, and there's infidelity and drugs and drama and you, fathers that you're disgracing the family name wow. and oh my gosh you save that for vintage scandal well it you know what it Ew. is too even too oh. sad because it's just like what i what Cause happened to the family like, you know because now they okay. were all i remember uh, they were all they're all aspiring actors so and now course. it sounds like they did like the sister decided that they were going to have it he's i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Going to be laid to rest alongside a set of his grandparents is what it sounds like. Yes. She decided because she I'll had tell to handle you what. that. And like how much... The grandparents always would buy an extra plot or two. I remember when my grandmother died, really? someone was like, who's going to take the third oh. plot? Because, <laughs> because you would get a better deal if, if you, you would buy in bulk. You well, buy in bulk. It's like you Costco. could get three yeah, for like the Costco. price of two. <laughs> and then some parents would say, you got a discount like, well, this bulk. is like back, like maybe when people bought them in the 50s and 60s and, and people would buy that extra room because, well, what if, you know, somebody yeah, gets divorced yeah, yeah, or yeah. if there's uh, uh, you know, an early death. People would just say, "Well, we've if nothing got else, it. Use it's it a with family, the cat. The cat. It's a family <laughs> plot." Okay. Oh, for crying out loud! All right, listen. We, I don't know how we got up on that. When we, <laughs> but come, I learned a lot. You know, when we come back, we got to talk. Oh, we got this. Is a terrible story. It's not a ter- It's a terrible story. It is a terrible story to have to talk about. Yes. All right. All right, Donnie, you're keeping the happy music going there. Yeah. A little summer jam. Musical vitamin D. That's yeah. what it is. We all need That's a good. Bit. That's good, Miss Shannon. Okay, so um, it just seems like only a month ago we talked about the thing that we'd be all watching that weekend when the surviving R. Kelly right. was going to debut on Lifetime. Well, this weekend we have debuting on HBO on Sunday and Monday a four-hour, two-part series called Leaving Neverland, which is, you know, this documentary, which was uh, premiered at Sundance. And uh, Oprah, I think it was Gail King or somebody told us on her birthday cruise that she had, she got a copy of this and they all watched this 
I said, now that's when you know when you're older, you're not getting off and taking the tenders to the same part to go clubbing. Yeah. That's getting our jammies yeah. and, watch and watch this, this four-hour documentary. That, yeah. We made snacks. Anyway, then, they did have great snacks. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, you could say that Oprah would be the world's most famous survivor of sexual abuse as right. she was raped at the age of nine. And I think that her deciding to tell this story, she has enough gravitas that she could go here because she's right and she's even said that she knows that a lot of fans of as she put it the gloved one are going to come Mm -hmm. at her for doing this but she is established enough that she can go and i'm gonna say it anyway here's the thing i mean she's doing if you if you want to make note of this it's going to air um Following, it's called Oprah Win- Winfrey presents after after Neverland, and she's already taped it. Mm-hmm. But she, after she watched the documentary, she called up the film's director and producer Dan Reed to say that he had succeeded in illustrating in just a few hours what she had tried to explain about sexual abuse in two hundred and seventeen episodes of Oprah Winfrey show over 25 years that she was so impressed with what he did because that was that was always the struggle for her was and she said i know people are going to be in an uproar and debating whether he did these things or not right whether these two men are lying or not lying but she said for me the moment transcends michael jackson it's much bigger than any one person this is a moment in time that allows us to see the societal corruption it's like a scourge on Humanity and it's happening right now and it's happening in families. And she addresses her audience, which did include survivors of sexual abuse who screened the film. This right. was after she came back from her trip. And she said, as you just saw in Leaving Neverland, that as young boys, these two men did not feel abuse until much later on in life. And when you're a child, and this is the message I want every parent to hear, you don't have the language to explain what is happening to you because you've been seduced and entrapped. And they talk about that grooming process. And but I mean, it think, is so but just think about that, 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 yeah. that she is making the point that the kid isn't going to be able to say right. that. And they don't think anything is going wrong because that's what they've been told. Exactly. And they don't, they're not, you know, and so I guess that's how she starts out her thing. And she lets you know that she screened it with everybody. If that's your reality as a young person, why would you know that this any different if there's not another adult who can see it and tell you, no, that's not a norm. You know, if it becomes normalized for you, you again wouldn't know to speak up and say that something is wrong. Well, and that's what we see in this uh, documentary because to begin the interview, she asks Wade Robson, who goes on to become a choreographer for yes. NSYNC and Britney, right. why he yeah. testified when he was 11 years old in Jackson's child molestation charge. Thinking back on it, I find it outrageous that an 11-year-old boy who was a dear friend of Michael Jackson was was allowed to testify. He testified Mm -hmm. it in his defense. No, I know, but the fact that he was allowed to testify at all at the age of 11. But see, the mother, I guess we find out in the um, documentary, you know, Michael Jackson bought her a house. And right. she, anyway, and she asked him, why did you lie? And he said, 
I didn't think anything he did to me sexually was abuse. Right. I didn't know it from the night one of the abuse. He told me it was love and yes, it was and love God and brought God. us together. And, and he all said, of these so I, to me, I wasn't lying and I didn't really realize it until anything he said to me was gospel. Mm-hmm. And I mean, think about it. An 11 right. year old is your, is your, it's 2005. So I know we've come, we continue to, Get going. We go four steps forward, five steps back sometimes. Right. But an 11 year old is your key witness that right. you didn't, My that son. you didn't sexually abuse a boy. I mean, the irony of that on the face of it in hindsight. That you asked, my, my son's going to be 11 on Saturday. There's no way that he is in any mental capacity to decide to be a character witness for anyone, including me. Like, to put him in that position. Including a world, a right. superstar. I mean, right. the, fa- the fact that the, the, the prosecuting attorney couldn't get that thrown out right. shows yeah, the power of Jackson's yeah. uh, legal Celebrity. team. Yes. That mm-hmm. Thomas Mesero, you know, he was getting... Um, so he... That, I mean, I've heard... Several people that have seen the movie just say it is jaw-dropping and it's going to be all anybody is talking about right. after the whole thing mm-hmm. airs because of how this filmmaker put together the movie. And again, like and it's just these two boys. It's Safecheck and Robson, the two yeah. guys. And mm-hmm. the fact that people are, uh, you know, the, the, the detractors are saying that they're doing it just to get rich. Uh, again, I... Where are you getting rich right, from what? You know... What is there to to do? I you know, mean, where's the honor in that in telling yeah. the story if this isn't the reality? Yeah. You know. So anyway, she was just, uh, she just said, remember, okay, Oprah sat down with Michael Jackson just once. Mm-hmm. Julia yeah, has a long, enough. good memory yeah. sometimes for the oddest things. And she remembered, <laughs> and the interview happened in 1993, and it'll, the record will never be broken because in 93, we still didn't have that many channels. Right. No. That's, 40. True. That's true. And it remains to this day the most watched interview mm-hmm. in television history with mm-hmm. 90 million people yeah. tuning in. So that will never be broken. Right. And I do think it's interesting now that we are bringing pulling the veil back on so many yeah. of these stories that, again, just because someone was talented does not mean that they were perfect and above yeah. reproach. Right. They had talent. Yeah. That doesn't mean that there weren't other things and, and we don't have to give them we, a pass right. for that. And or, we know that Michael Jackson had a terrible childhood. Right. We know that his dad was physically very abusive and mentally very abusive. And we know that he was forced to be in the same room with his brothers as they were banging away with the groupies and, you know, go and live in the motel life. And Michael was the star of the family at five. So he saw stuff. I'm not excusing any of it, but I mean... He saw that had to been terrible for him. Probably dysfunction that just became, you know, generational. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. So anyway, I know I'm, I know I'm watching. Right? Yeah. Are you? Yes. Donnie, you don't have HBO. I don't have it at the moment. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll 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 catch up on Monday. Thank you. We'll catch up on Monday. All right. Listen, uh, we'll be back, and we come back. Jan and I are going to face off in Shazam. (laughs)